There we go. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, how's it going? Burn offerings back. Yep. Beginning of uh, about to be the beginning of April. Yeah. I By can't the time wait. you hear this, it will be the beginning of April. Yeah. True story. Uh, we're actually going to post this on Easter Sunday. April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, March is gone. Nice weather's coming back. Baseball season started. Good things, man. Good things. I know you're stoked for that. Yeah, I love baseball. It's a thing I do. Uh, you know, it just, since I was a kid, man, love baseball. I'm not really into sports per se, but love baseball. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to, man? I, I haven't made shit, honestly. Really? I think about like I never think about anything I do until we do a podcast, and I'm like, what have I done? Like I really haven't done anything, and then I start rambling off things I've done, but I don't think I've done anything. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so uh, I I went to uh, I actually no I went to a show. Yeah. At a band from Detroit, Anguish. Right on. Yeah. Had a record release show for their LP, which is fucking about ten years in the making. Oh wow! Yeah, they went through a few, uh, few sound changes since then. Since they started, so I've heard. Yeah, when they started, like uh, the first tape, um, "Wins of Death," I believe it was called. They were like, straight up like, uh, like, like uh, metallic punk. Fucking have like uh, effigy. If you anybody knows effigy from Japan, had like that type of sound to it. A little bit of. Uh, bolt thrower thrown in there to an extent and it was just fucking pissed and they kind of like they kind of changed through the years they kind of got more uh they went to a segment section where there was like more like gutturally vocals and like almost like thrashy riffs so almost had like a more of like a black and like influence thrown into it okay cool they got to like a point where they were almost more of like a uh amoebics with 70s, a lot of, like, satanic uh, lyrics. Okay. And now they landed here with the LP they just released under the influence, and it's just straight fucking balls of the wall, 70s as fuck. Little, like, new album in there. Yeah. You still hear some Motorhead. Absolutely. And it's, it's fucking pissed. It's fucking great. Yeah, actually, you put it on uh, right before we... D- started the podcast and mm-hmm. i i thoroughly enjoyed the record it was uh it was really good especially that last tune man yeah yeah the double kicks and stuff in there and uh some righteous riffing and uh, i dig the vocals too vocals yeah. are pretty cool they fit well with what they're doing oh definitely it's not they're not trying to like hodgepodge shit together and fucking like make things fit where they don't belong yeah they, it flows pretty good man it's like they were they they nailed it you know they're a band that like this. They get it's it's crafted the, to the sound to like everything about that band is crafted to a T, and it pays off. Yeah, because it's it's fucking great. Yeah, and uh, just another great band from Detroit, man. Yeah, the show was awesome. It was a uh, Shroud, who is a just a hardcore punk band, uh, kind of a little bit. I throw it around a lot, but a little bit of, like a Japanese influence. On them, and then um, Sauron from Lansing, and fuck, we I've seen like I feel like I've seen them a a lot in the past five or six months. Sauron, yeah, oh, they're great live. It's like I'll go years without seeing them. 
and it's like lately i've just been seeing them every handful of months man yeah they're uh they're a real treat to see live oh it's fucking amazing oh yeah they fucking they're they rip dude they uh the best time i seen them was at the precinct yeah that show that show, that was, show was fucking great that was man. the that was the new record release right it was and yeah. uh sauron played in the basement mm-hmm. and holy fuck i mean i've seen him before but something about being in a small little like you know punk venue like that in a you know dirty basement man it was just fucking awesome dude so basement of some random building in detroit basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah we also uh, actually went and seen primitive man oh yeah we did do that that was two days prior to the english show yes it was uh we went to we it was an hour drive to lansing which is the capital of michigan for those who don't live in this state uh from us the and detroit did, area didn't learn the capitals in like elementary school yeah right or or maybe if you need a refresher um <laughs> we drove an hour to lansing to see primitive man in a band called uh, spectral voice and i gotta say um that might have been the best time I've ever seen Primitive Man, and I really did like Spectral Voice. I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah, Spectral Voice was good. Yeah, they were good. I didn't really know what to expect, but I know that Jared from Sakuzu was a huge fan, and he uh, he was there. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. And Primitive Man, uh, they didn't pull no punches, man. They played all new material. They're really riding out this new record, but it's, it's a good one, and... Uh, they're just as punishing live as they've always been. They've never strayed away from their sound. And did you uh, did you catch the moment where they were going to switch picks back and forth? Yes. Yeah. Ethan <laughs> dropped his pick. Ethan drops his pick. Bass player gives him his pick. Like you need a pick. <laughs> Me too. He was legit laughing, but he was still playing those fucking death chords that he plays. Those fucking strange stretched out fucking chords that he plays man oh yeah he was still fucking laying it down so i looked like where i was at the stage i'm like i could see his pick it was out of my reach i was like i could try a little bit and get it to him Nah, he's all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> didn't sound any different it's just you know it was cool but that was a good show and it was worth the drive i think yeah, it wasn't bad yeah ended up uh waking up an hour and a half late for work that day the next yeah. day the next day i turned up instead of instead of turning off some alarms and turning on different alarms i just turned off all my alarms on accident oh that sucks dude that really sucks supposed to wake up at well i was working from home that day so i was supposed to be up at least by seven when i was supposed to clock in and it's still kind of dark at seven yeah wake up at 8 30 sun's fucking sun shining bright <laughs> oh man yeah that's always rough. That that makes for a bad day. Um, this girl off my work texted me. She's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? As soon as I saw the text, I responded. I was like, fuck. <laughs> She's like, okay, so you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I just turned my alarms off. Yeah. Hit I, my boss. I'm like, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> it happens uh, to the best of us. Right. But we did do that. We seen Primitive Man and... Um, I, I wanted to touch on uh, tomorrow real quick. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow Sleep, the almighty legendary Sleep, is playing Detroit for the first time and probably ever. I don't know of any time they played. No. So that's cool. Um, Morgan. Not be able to make the show. 
then uh, I'm probably not going to Judas Priest. <laughs> right. Which sucks. <clears throat> but hopefully you can get it. It's not bad. Uh, it's, it's it's just a single. It was the follow-up to Dope Smoker, essentially. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I guess it debuted on like Adult Swim or something. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did that whole thing and pretty cool. But uh, yeah, uh, what have you been listening to besides Anguish? Uh, let's see. I was actually had a had a list going here, trying to be organized for this one. Uh, We're never organized. Never fucking organized. <laughs> okay, man. I've been I have a couple releases. I went like straight back and just been listening to fucking raw punk, man. Cool. Uh, it's been never never ending mind war demo they put out called never ending mind war cool self-titled yeah it's just straight crushing fucking raw punk have a lot of like uh i hear like a lot of scandinavian influence on there like span chaos uh they kind of have that type of influence but more of like a more gutturally like just raspy i guess more raspy not really guttural but just raspy fucking vocals super high energy super fucking pissed off dude i've been repeating that tape it is definitely worth a check out uh, I want to say they're from, I might be wrong, City, New York. They're somewhere on the East Coast. It's either New York, Boston, or Philly. seems like everybody and their fucking uncle yeah. lately has been coming out of those three cities. Um, and then Fragment, uh, their album, In the Dust, which is a band from Canada. I want to say Nova Scotia. might be wrong on there. Um, just oh, it's the same, same vein for the most part. Just like raw, noisy just crushing fucking punk hell yeah um listen to their demo i can't remember actually the name of the, the actual demo tape uh when they released that but i've been i was jamming that for a while and uh in the dust came out and this is the first time i actually had a chance to play it cool and it's fucking pissed and then um uh hellish view visions of war which hellish view is from minneapolis i think minneapolis or minnesota either the city or i just know they're somewhere in that state but it's basically like uh i mean it's it's to the point just straight raw like db uh if you like discharge if you like disclose if you like any of that shit you'll probably check it out i mean there's there's nothing new here they weren't reinventing the wheel but it's still fucking pissed right and um there was actually one more band and i forgot to put it down i can't remember because it was a band i know and i know they were fucking awesome oh cool so uh, just go, just go type that in. Grease crust, awesome. I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much been the three bands that I was really like spinning a lot lately. That's cool. Uh, uh, just I've been jamming uh, a lot of Red Fang like lately. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know who Red Fang is. I know on a broad scale, a lot of people know who Red Fang is, but I mean, as far as our listeners and yeah. us and my friends and stuff um red fang is a really cool stoner rock band um they uh they have really cool music videos and they just seem like pretty rad dudes all, all around um i've been listening to that and then uh, i reached back and listened to uh indian guilt dude it's not that it's like it's like noisy <laughs> sludgy fucking just a wall of fucking noise and just agonizing vocals 
<clears throat> this oh man indian rules definitely check out indian and then the latest belzebong record green ferno uh, i've been jamming that um and then uh moss i listened to the other day the uh tombs of the blind drugged ep um that's fucking awesome before they started doing clean vocals that was when they still had the funeral doom kind of thing going on yeah you know the really fucking slow really long songs and shit Um, one word stretched out for like 10 minutes yeah just fucking (laughs) just one riff stretched out for like three minutes (laughs) before they strum the guitar again yeah well it's fucking moss dude they're crushing they're sick and then uh yeah for sure but i'd imagine will could find something in fistula that he would like Ah, i i agree yeah, Fistula is like a weird mix of Doom, Hardcore, uh, I don't know, maybe some like punk or some fucking thrash in there or something, man. It's just a weird like melting pot of a bunch of stuff. But essentially, like they're slow. They have a slower pace to them, but yeah. they, they do speed it up. I think Will would really dig them. And if you're into like really crushing stuff, Come to Grief is... They're old school. They're from the late 80s, early 90s, and they kind of started the whole sludge metal thing in the early 90s. So um, they're back together now, but they're called Come to Grief now. And uh, that, that'll be a sick show, man. That's uh, May 11th, Will. <laughs> Mark it on your calendar, man. Don't miss that show. I'm, you better be there, buddy. Yeah, Pixar, it didn't happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in Buffalo that day. Just to check if you're at that show. Yeah, I'm not going to go to the show. I'm just going to be standing outside the venue looking for you in line. Now I'm going to drive <laughs> home. <laughs> but don't miss that show, man. It's going to be killer. Dude, what do you think of that uh, that band, The Munsons, I sent you? Yeah, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, they're uh, fucking awesome, dude. Thanks for that. Um, kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah? Yeah, just because, I don't know, I just, I don't know, it just caught me off guard. I'm like, whoa, this is like... This is something I would have found on my own that I didn't, <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Um, really cool. Like, uh, uh, they, it's safe to say they're a doom band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of etched in the 70s kind of um, vein. There was parts of that, and I think it might have been uh, the vocals, at least on one of the albums, that had a um, St. Vitus feel to it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like the wino St. Vitus? Yeah. yeah. I, I picked up on that. You know me and St. Vitus, we don't really go to well together. Right, yeah. You don't care for him too much. Some of the stuff, but I like I heard it, I'm like, okay, that kind of, the way, I think it was the way the vocals were done. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Steve, I think Steve's going to dig this. Yeah, they were cool. Uh, and didn't you say that uh, Shagrat did the uh, design for? Yeah, our, uh, our buddy Tim from um, Sh- Shitfucker Acid Witch Reaper. Which we'll get into that later. Yeah, we have um, to. Mm-hmm. He uh, he actually did a logo for him, which looks pissed. He basically redid their logo that they had and made it look more just like, uh, kind of like drippy and whatever. But then he did a like a almost like a face. Don't know how to explain it. I only looked at it once. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but it I mean, looked cool. It looked really cool. I mean, it's his style, and pretty much he's very talented with paint. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely he is. But definitely check out the Munsons. Um, M-U-N-S-E-N-S. I think so. Yes. Think of the think of Munson from uh, 
Kingpin. Kingpin. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much spelled the same. Yeah. The Munsons. And, uh, I don't know the the name kind of threw me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was expecting something different. And then when I put it on, I was like, this is fucking great. Right yeah. down my alley, man. See, I know, I know there's a bunch of bands that I've missed out on based solely on the fact that they had like a, uh, like a weird name that didn't fit the genre or didn't fit what normally bands are named in that genre. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know there's bands like missed out, like the cover art sucked. Their name's like fucking weird and it's, doesn't fucking match the shit that's supposedly be. So I just throw my nose up to it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying not to be that way anymore. Yeah. Comes with age, man. You give things a chance, you know, it's like, I used to be like that too. Like if it, if the cover art or the name of the band didn't seem cool, you know, like, like for instance, when I was like, I don't know, 20 something, three inches of blood was a thing. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And then I heard them and they were nothing like I thought they were going to be. Okay. I want to pause you here. What did you think they were going to be? I thought they were going to be like a hardcore band. Thank you. Okay. My buddy, Carlos, you've heard me talk about him. Yes. We'd hang out and he got into that band and me and him for the most part, were into like a lot of the same music. And he was trying to get me to listen to him, and I wouldn't for the longest time because I thought they were a hardcore band because of that fucking name. Yeah. And he was like, no, man, like, trust me, you got to listen to him. And I will, I've listened to him, and Advanced and Vanquish, which was their, I think, technically like their second album, I actually like. I still put it on every once in a while. And then a few songs off uh, Fire Up the Blades, which was the one after that, I like. But I would not listen to that band because I'm like, that name sounds like a straight-up hardcore band. Yeah, it, it, it does. And so I avoided it because of that, and you checked them out because of that. Yeah, and I actually liked them. I was like, oh, this is cool. It wasn't what I was expecting, but I was like, it was after my whole like maiden priest fucking obsession thing that I had in my early 20s. I'm like, oh, this is kind of a throwback. This is oh, yeah. pretty cool. Like. You know. Dude, the guitar playing in those fucking that album, especially Vance and Vanquish, mm-hmm. it's fucking like dialed in, man, and it's totally like a throwback to that style. Yeah, yeah, they were uh, they were pretty cool. There's like so many parts on the that album that has like those fucking like uh, gallops and shit. It, yeah, yeah, it's total throwback. Yeah, the thing is, I didn't buy the the CD. Yeah, or anything. I they were at a like a fest. Oh, you actually saw him? Yeah, I saw him live. I'm like, oh, three inches of blood. These guys should be cool. And it was like a metal hardcore festival. And they came on, and guy had some like priest kind of vocals, and they were wearing like yeah. gauntlets and shit. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is still cool though. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, a couple of my buddies were into them too. They thought they were pretty cool. So, dude, it just goes to show you, man. You 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 just never know, man. I put them on in the car once. Like uh, years ago, and Ashley was like, "Is this a joke? Is this a joke band? Are you being serious with this right now?" <laughs> yeah, it's the heaviest the darkness you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Who else did she think was a joke to Angel Witch? <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> first time I put on Angel Witch and she was here. She thought I was joking. She's like, it sounds like an 80s boy band. Like, what the fuck is this? And like, I stopped dead in my tracks. She just stared at her. I'm like, are you kidding me? I was like, this is like one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And uh, they're doing an East Coast leg uh, tour. And uh, I...
Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you got your tickets today? Yeah. Uh, for me, you, and uh, Morgan. Uh, they were like 13 bucks, not bad. But uh, they're playing with a band called Weed Demon, which I'm pretty sure I've heard of that band. I don't know if I have. I think I have. I think I've stumbled across them before, but it's in Columbus, Ohio, so, you know. Let's make that fucking drive. Yep. So that's cool. New Bong Ripper coming out this summer. It's been a while since I've been down there. Was that four? It's like a four-hour drive, right? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's at Ace of Cups, so. I see some friends there. Possibly Nicole and Chris. I don't know if they get into that. Yeah, I don't know. It, they live in Dayton. It's not too far away from Columbus. A little bit, a little bit of drive, but true. Yeah. So there's that. Um, you been watching anything? Uh, um, I went to go put in. What the fuck did I go to put in? I went to go put something in, and I thought my DVD player was broken because I had a disc in there, and it wasn't ejecting, or the tray would come out without the disc. So I started beating the shit out of my DVD player because at this point it's like one in the morning and I'm just like trying to just wind down. <laughs> yeah. I finally. So instead of dealing with that, I put in like my VHS of uh, the Beyond. Just watched that for thousands time. Come to find out, the next would put that sticker around the center of the disc. Yes. That sticker was pulled off. Well, that shit's sticky as fuck. Oh shit! So when the DVD player went down to pick up the disc, it got stuck. <laughs> oh shit! Which why it wasn't injecting because it wasn't releasing it because it was just stuck to it. Oh wow! Which I almost broke my DVD player because I seriously like <laughs> fucking was pounding on top of it hard as fuck <laughs> and like hitting the sides of it. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here! Almost like the fucking Nintendo back in the day or a TV set. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Fix that. <laughs> yeah. Save that. Save the DVD player. Everything's good. But watch the Beyond. Um, I also watched, which kind of might as well just go into it. Uh, a few weeks back, back a month ago actually, got an email about reviewing a movie. Okay. And thinking new slasher. And you are worse than me. With checking out new stuff, mm-hmm. but I am still the same about, like, I'm super picky about the new things I watch. Yeah. Like, I kind of, I, I very much judge a book by its cover when it comes to new horror movies. Right. But I'm like, you know what? We're throwing it out there that we'll review movies if you guys, if anybody wants to send us a movie that they're going to release or part of or whatever, we'll check it out. Uh, so I decided to do it. This is actually, this was the first person who ever, who actually reached out to us. So I decided to watch it. Um, 420 massacre. Same movie. Um, <laughs> directed by, uh, Dylan Reynolds. I think it's actually, it's technically not out yet. Uh, it's, it gets released on April 3rd. So perfect timing. I feel this is going to get posted on the first. You can listen to this, get a review and watch it on the third. Uh, Quick synapse of it. A um, group of five women go camping in the woods to celebrate a friend's birthday over 420 weekend. But when they cross the turf of illegal marijuana, when they cross the turf of an illegal marijuana grow operation, they must struggle to survive the living nightmare. That sounds like I would like it. Sounds like you would like it. I don't know if you would like it. Not that it's, it's not bad. Um, it starts off. Uh, I'm, 
I'm so used to us talking about movies that have been out for 30 years that I don't give a shit about spoilers. Now I'm going to have to try to talk about a movie that's just coming out and I can't spoil it. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that is tough. Okay, so I won't talk about the storage for the most part. It starts off all right. Um, kind of had to roll my eyes that you see a dude in like a, a ICP shirt. <laughs> that's eye-rolling potential. Yeah, but the acting's good. The script's the writing, I mean, for the most part, those are all good. There's a couple parts that kind of give me like the, I thought it's like it's like an up and down, like uh, like I don't know, I just it almost lost me, and I thought it was gonna go to the point of like almost all new movie, where like the acting just gets really shitty, or this they go way over the top with trying to be quote unquote cheesy, because I think a lot of people see like '80s slasher films. And how there are parts that were cheesy and there are parts that were funny, but they tend to skip over the fact that it was never intentionally right. funny or cheesy. It was oh, just gotcha. how some of that shit just happened to be delivered because of the actors. Yeah. And sometimes newer movies intentionally try to make shit like that. So they intentionally have their actors go way over the top or they intentionally write some stupid fucking lines. This doesn't do that so much. Uh, actually, it's really solid writing the delivery of a lot of the things are really fucking solid. Um, one part that really was, it bothered me. <laughs> so the girls, they, they pull up to this, they pull up, then they're going to go camping, but they got to walk like four miles to where the campsite is. And it's like woods in the middle of, uh, it's like California, but it's like pretty open. It's like pretty sparse looking. Okay. Well, they get going and like everybody hears something and they all turn around and all, they hear a noise, and they all turn around, so you get like the group shot of like all the like the five girls like huddling together, like looking at the camera pretty much, like, what was that? But they do that fucking thing, and it reminded me of like Scooby Doo of like <laughs> every like all five of them there, and then everybody had a line. It's like, oh my god, you hear that? No, it's a Sasquatch. What do you look like? Is this funny to you? Did I think I was joking? Do you think I was joking? Oh, oh. my god, what was that? I almost lost at that point. I'm uh, like, that's where I thought. I'm like, okay, this movie's lost me. And that's like about 10 minutes in. So I'm like, okay, nope. <laughs> they go from there, though, and it, it it doesn't keep that. It was almost like there's like little spots. But um, overall, it's okay. Like they, there's decent gore effects. There's decent – it's like practical effects. There was a couple scenes where uh, – in the hatch where she's sitting – and she's hitting a pipe, and the smoke looked very CGI to me. Okay, probably then. But there's all their scenes throughout the whole movie where it's them actually hitting a fucking water bong and them hitting the fucking pipe, and it's they're actually doing or them hitting a blunt and they're actually doing it. So I don't know. It, maybe they wanted that shot and shit wasn't lit, so they just added it in. Which I guess it's you got the tools to do it. It's whatever. It makes sense to do it, I guess, that way. So it wasn't like that way through a whole thing. There wasn't like a shit ton of CGI. If there was, they were really fucking good at it because I didn't pick up any of it up. Oh, that's cool. But it seemed like a lot. Like uh, it was pretty much all practical effects. Um, well done. Like I said, even the camera, the camera work, the the way they fucking uh, framed in a lot of these shots was like the pacing of it. It was just there's way too much dialogue in between. Like you'd have takes up you know, 10, 15, 20 seconds. And then you'd have dialogue, which is building kind of like the story between the characters are kind of getting the background between the group of friends. Gotcha. That would go on for 
25 minutes, 30 minutes. Gotcha. Once it got to the end of the movie, it kind of started crumbling a little bit. Um, okay. Because that's for the point where they realize what's going on. They realize who's after them. They So then they're actually scared. And it's like these the actresses couldn't do scared, couldn't do like panicky situation without it being just like, Oh, ridiculous. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. It's a little over the top. Then. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just like a little like uh, over the top. Um, but I think for anybody who's definitely anybody who's into checking out, who's, who still stays up and watches newer, newer horror. Yeah. Way more than I do. Cause I'm super picky and choosy about like the newer stuff I watch. Yeah. Um, I think they'd enjoy it. They'd at least enjoy it for one watch. Um, I think it'd be worth at least checking out for them. Anybody, um, I'm going to say more like us who are in the more of like the gritty, just like dirty, even like SOV or whatever horror may not like it as much, but I mean, even give it a watch, man. And if you, as long as you can get over the, the music. Okay. Yeah. Cause the music wasn't the greatest, but it was all mainly by like the same band and I can't remember the band. But you can tell it's probably the director kind of using stuff that he's into. Like, if we were to make a movie. Oh, yeah. You, the shit we would put in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I don't want to. I'm not knocking that because it's going to be just. It's it's the person's taste who made the movie and that's what they wanted to use. Right. But it just didn't. It didn't, like, blend well with me. There was, like, two scenes where it was, like, not really, like, montage. But it was, like, the music was playing while they were, like walking and laughing and chit-chatting to get to the campground and then the music started playing again while they were like setting up the tent good job you got the tent set up high five oh gotcha but i mean i feel like i'm talking in circles a little bit decent decent practical effects uh pretty solid writing solid acting um storyline to it is pretty solid as well Okay. Um, well, fuck. You would recommend it then? I take it. I mean, I recommend for you to watch. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I would. I mean, at least I would recommend people to at least give it one watch, especially if you're into checking out newer movies. Uh, pretty well done. Okay. Well, fuck. That's cool. Um, like I'm not gonna. I'm obviously I'm not gonna say like I love the movie. Like this is fucking great. But it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you're uh you're into checking out new stuff. Okay. Yeah. I feel weird talking about it because I don't, you know, I, I don't check out new stuff. Oh, you know me. Yeah. And yeah. I know you. <laughs> yeah. I got like, fucking, it's like pulling teeth to get you to watch movies that are newer that I recommend to you. I know. I know. It is. I'm set in my ways, but I mean, you know, I'm not opposed to the idea. I'll check it out, dude. I mean, fucking sounds like it's, you know, pretty solid. So, I mean, I'm going to say, um, I, I'm not familiar with, uh, the director. So I don't know if this is like his first movie, his eighth movie, but yeah. I, I'm going to say it's solid, solid entry. Cool. And, um, I don't know where he would want to go in terms of style of movie he wants to do, but if he kept going with making horror films, like I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing where he goes from here. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Um, I actually, uh, totally forgot. But I went thrifting uh, a couple weeks ago and bought um, a movie called Happy Holidays. 
Okay. From 1987. And I made it through probably 15 minutes, I want to say, roughly. Uh, fucking one, it's SOV. Doesn't mean that it's bad, just saying. Um, and the acting was atrocious. It was bad. It was about a kid that got picked on by a, a sorority, like a chick sorority. Mm-hmm. They always picked on this kid, and he just snaps and kills everybody. Uh, but it, I, I don't know. I'm going to give it another whirl and actually sit through it. But uh, I've never heard of it, never seen it, but it came out in 87. And it said it was like a slasher in the tradition of like Silent Night, Deadly Night, and all those. And Dude, you know me. I love... Okay, so I love SLB films, but even I have to be in a certain mood to watch them. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Like, there's 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 been times where if I would have put in like a, a first time watch SLB film, I probably. Yeah. Um. It, it's you know it's just one of those things with me. It's got to be like, you know, spine or fucking you know not wood chipper massacre <laughs> it's kind of you know but i mean it wasn't it wasn't the fact that it was sov that turned me off to it it was just the acting and i wasn't in the mood to sit through a whole movie of that i could tell yeah. but there might be a day where i'm like yeah fuck it i'll pop it in and watch it all the way through because it could have some really cool gore scenes or something um but yeah so dude there's there's times where i get like a case deep and that's when I'm like, holy shit, I forgot about this movie. Yeah, right. That's I, what yeah. I put it out. And like sometimes they're, sometimes they're winners, but, you know, they all can't be winners. They all can't be winners, <laughs> exactly. And I also showed Morgan, you're next. Yeah? Yeah. She, uh, she dug the score and the gore. That is a movie I could say I've never watched the whole fucking thing. Okay, I'll let you borrow I've it. I've seen like bits and pieces. It, I, I debated going to see it in the theater. Yeah. Because I felt like it was going to be the closest thing yours to like a straight up fucking like slasher film. I had numerous friends telling me to get on that train at Horror Hound, just on Facebook, Instagram, just people like, dude, have you seen your next when it first came out? And I'm glad I checked it out. I'm it took me years to do it because I'm against new movies, but the fucking kill scenes are just top shelf, dude. To it, um, but uh, it's uh, it's good. It's it's just so good, and the the scenario of that actually happening to somebody is fucking gnarly, dude. Just tell me, what is it? They set a booby trap outside the house because they know someone's going to run out the front door. And they put a fucking thin razor wire that's invisible to the naked eye right where someone's neck would be. Two people open the door and this chick runs full speed to try to get to the car and just right in the throat gets this razor wire right in the throat. And it's a clean cut, dude. Good thing they knew that the chick of that height was going to run through that door. Yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. With that comment, but. Yeah, pretty cool killer killer scene, but the cut's really clean and there's a lot of blood. That's like what uh the remake of Ghost Ship when the fucking uh, wire snaps in the beginning. Yeah, Have you seen that movie? No. Okay. Um, 
they're all dancing on like a a cruise ship or whatever the fuck it is and a fucking cable just fucking snaps and like goes shooting across like and like everybody's standing there and then just people just start sliding apart oh that's cool yeah yeah but um yeah you're next I'll let you borrow that. It's pretty pretty good. I think we own it, honestly. Yeah, probably. It's got the dude on the front with the goat mask or yeah. whatever. About, um, you know, new movies, how I'm not really into them. Mm-hmm. And he's not really either. But The Strangers was good, and I hear they're making a sequel. Came out already. Did it? Yep. Okay. Well, fuck. I don't have... Uh, are, are they airing commercials for it? Yeah, they did. Oh, it's already in theaters. Cable. Like It's been like in theaters already. Oh. The fuck, man! I didn't get the memo, but I enjoyed the first one. I didn't mind the first one at all. I thought it was really good. It was creepy as shit. But I hate the whole, uh, and I really wish people would fucking stop doing this. But I know it's it's a gimmick. It's a fucking marketing campaign based on a true story. Mm-hmm. You know what the true story was of the first one? The person, uh, the director or the writer, um, when they were a kid. Their family would go to, like, a summer cabin, whatever. And one time they were there, somebody came and knocked on the door and asked for somebody. And they were like, well, no, they're not here. They get the wrong place. Like, oh, sorry. And they left. Well, they wake up the next morning. They found out that any cabin that didn't have anybody in it got fucking, like, trashed. So they were going door to door to find out who, if if anybody was there. And if nobody was that was the true story. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, fuck. Yeah. Not, not. A very interesting true story, but yeah, like they, they totally just took that and fucking spun it, mm. and then they're like, "Oh, based on a true story." Yeah, no, well, kind yeah. of, but not really. Yeah, but don't mind that movie. Um, Dennis from uh, it's always sunny was in it. Yeah, he gets killed and shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He's the dude who gets fucking shotgun, right? The shotgun, yeah. Yep. Um, wanted to touch on the Reaper. Oh, the Reaper uh, thing. <clears throat> yes. Okay, so um, I don't know how many people know this band. Um, band Reaper from Detroit. Yes. Um, Tim from Shitfucker, Acid Witch. Um, he was the vocals for it. Charlie from Acid Witch used to play in Shitfucker. Head Eruption. Plays in Head Eruption now. Used to drum for him. Fucking Redbeard from Nuke. Used to play in Pirate Law. Was a bass player, uh, but Jack was the guitar player. And he's the, he was the founding member of the band. They're just a fucking super pissed off. One of the not well known, I guess, unless you're like really part of the fucking scene or really part of just fucking like that music in general. Right. Bands from Detroit, and they're fucking they they're fucking top tier. Fucking like just they're looked at as one of the first metal punk bands in Detroit. Gotcha. But it's like it's like uh, just punk mixed with like thrash and like like black thrash. Yeah, they're cool. a great band. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, but anyway, Jack, the guitar player, has been diagnosed with terminal liver cancer. Yeah, that's, so uh, Sharky House got burnt down, which is where all their equipment was. So they lost all their equipment, so that just kind of scrapped that. Whoa. They only put out that release with. All the other Detroit bands, the FOAD split LP. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Reaper doesn't do merch. They never had T-shirts made. Oh, anything. Good. Yeah. So to help raise money for his family, to help raise money for Jack's family, for medical costs, whatever, to just make Jack as comfortable as can be. Yeah. 
for as long as he can be. Yes. Um, Tim designed this printing short and long sleeve Reaper shirts. Um, everything uh, outside of just costs of printing, all that money is going to Jack and his family. Um, we put a link on our website yes. to the store envy page mm-hmm. for those listening. It's a uh, reaper awaits Um, they're doing it. It's a two week, uh, pre-order and okay. whatever orders there in two weeks, that's what they're going to get made and print out. There's a short sleeve version for 20 bucks and then a long sleeve version for $28. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I've seen the design. Yeah. It's sweet. It's pretty much a take off of their first two demos. Gotcha. It's a two sided shirt. So the first side, uh, front side has the cross, the face, and I'm blanking on it's from something. Lisa faces, and I can't remember what it is. Um, but it's a cross with the face, and it says Reaper. And it says, uh, Hell's, fuck, what is it? Hell's Leather Legion? Something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And then in the back is, um, the cover of their second demo, which says uh, it's a Grim Reaper with a hand coming out of a grave, and the tombstone says uh, Heavy Metal Never Dies, dies But, but you, you Will. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. So, um, I mean, anybody who met him, who met Jack, he's anybody willing to just help out, even if you if you like Reaper and just want a fucking shirt, or if you just want to uh, help out somebody, enjoy the... Enjoy the rest yeah, of life. Yeah. I mean, it's a shitty situation, but um, yeah. trying to do whatever we can to, you know, I mean, push this and help them get as much money as they can for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That I I wouldn't mind snatching a shirt up myself. So, um, yeah. if you want to, you know, maybe get a couple shirts and I'll flip you some money. I did the short sleeve. I still want to go back and get the long sleeve. Okay. I want to do both. Okay. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. Um, definitely wanted to, uh, mention that we have buttons now. Oh shit. Yeah. We got buttons now. Yeah. So, um, we have buttons and koozies so far and stickers. New koozies are coming. New koozies are coming and shirts are coming. Shirts, uh, they said they were going to be done this week, ready to ship this week, but I haven't got the email like, hey, these guys are ready to ship out. So maybe it'll get pushed back a week. I don't know. I was hoping to have them in hand by next week. Gotcha. <clears throat> but once, uh, once everything's in hand, we're going to add a section to our website for uh, the store. Okay. I'll get that added on there. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll have shirts up, we'll have food and koozies up. Uh, I'll probably do some type of uh, marketing giveaway type thing if I can try to scam some new followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Give away some shirts, <clears throat> fucking koozies. I'll probably throw in, I don't know, I got doubles. I'll probably throw in some movies. Cool. Yeah, man. I think it'd be worth the while. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so we, yeah, that, that would be, that would be awesome. And then shout out to, uh, not bad luck she's the person who made our pins cool thank you yeah she uh she runs this killer business man like if seriously if you want pins like even like enamel pins regular buttons uh patches embroidered patches cool she uh fucking does all that stuff oh okay yeah definitely worth going through she's uh if anybody's interested in her and interested in any of that uh 
hit her up on Instagram at not bad luck. Okay. Yeah. Um, really excited for the movie that we're going to be talking about. Love this movie. It's, uh, I'm going to narrow it down and say that this is top five for me. Yeah. I usually say top 10, but my friends pieces fucking pieces is top five for me and one of the greatest slasher slash jalo movies i've ever seen bar none yeah this movie's fucking amazing came out in 1982 in america in 83 america in 83 um directed by uh jp simon Yep. Or his actual name, Juan Picar Simon. Gotcha. I don't know Spanish. Don't know if I fucking pronounce that even close to right. Probably not. <laughs> but yeah, this this movie's fucking great. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm thankful that I got to snag a copy of the VHS. I watch it all the time. Uh, and uh, the thing that grabbed me about this movie the first time I seen it was the artwork on that cover on the slip case mm-hmm. uh, fucking VHS and then the back of it and what it said it's just like uh, you know if you if you grew up in the VHS video rental era pre-internet fucking pre-internet and all that and you and you look at a fucking VHS tape and it's got a chainsaw and it says pieces it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> and then it says you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw. Awesome. Yeah. So that's what grabbed me at first. And I know, like, I posted three different fucking covers of this movie. You did? With the comments of, like, other countries got better covers. As a general statement, yes, they did. And I probably should have worded that better. I don't hate the American release of this cover. It's a good cover. But I almost think with with it, I've seen it so many times that when you finally when you see something that another region got that you obviously you probably never seen before, those covers are fucking legit. Yeah, and all three that I posted are fucking legit covers. Sweet. Yeah. But I know Dave, our friend uh, Dave Liffler, fucking kind of called me out like, I don't care if it is a shitty cover. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. He's like, it's fucking like simple and to the point. And I'm like, no, dude, I get it. I like, I I actually like the cover of the one we got, but. We actually got two, didn't we? Did we get two? Yeah, there was another one with a uh, chainsaw on the front that says pieces in yellow, and it's a blue slipcase. How did I not know about that one? Yeah. How the fuck did I not know about that one? Yeah, there's actually uh, another one. Uh, there was two different That's pieces. a North American release? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Unless it was Canadian or something. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But, yeah. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. It's a really cool cover. Not as cool as the red one though. Yeah, it's like blue and blue and yellow, and it's got a chainsaw on the front of it. I think I believe that was. Uh, I'm curious now. Yeah, look it up. I am because it's a pure us. Pretty cool, man. Um, let's see here. Don't yeah. mind us. We're just looking up an alternate cover <laughs> for this fucking, movie. I will find it. Because I didn't see it at all. Let's so see here. Fucking yeah. intrigued. Because I came across like the the Netherlands ones, uh, the fucking UK ones. See the fake. Uh, they made a fake 
poster for it called Chainsaw Devil. Oh, that's a Beyond Horror Design. That's fucking. That's sick. actually uh, it's a title. That's the title they used in Japan. Oh, is it? Yeah, but uh, this actually I follow that guy Beyond Horror Design and it. I, I like his work, but it's pissed. I would have an idea for a poster, so I'd go try and look for uh, reference images and shit for it. And I'd come across basically the same exact fucking poster that I had in my mind the design that he already fucking designed. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a love-hate I have for that guy because he does fucking killer work, but almost everything that I, I'm like, yeah, that'd be a sick idea. And I go and look, and he's fucking, he did it. <laughs> but he's he's really good, like... Any anybody who uh, who likes just good custom made, like actually in the style of fucking old posters, check out Beyond Horror Design. Uh, just type that in. Uh, I think he has a blog. He's on. Uh, I think he has a Facebook page. He might be on Instagram. I'm not sure, but it's definitely worth checking out. I'm not seeing this, Steve. Yeah, it exists. I promise. But uh, this might be what I'm thinking of. Um is uh blue with the oh that one the all video yeah no but that's not that's a german ma- yeah no it there there is one i promise i've seen it on the tape trading group it's not as it's not as good it's just r- rare yeah whatever i'm gonna find it yeah but it's it's cool um but i i liked our uh our release the you yeah, the red one, man. That, it's a fucking killer cover. Yeah, it is, ain't it? Neither could I, actually. I don't really know the first time I seen it. It could have been back in the day or something, but I just always remembered that I liked this movie, and the kills are fucking so good, and the uh, murder mystery aspect of it. Yeah. Super cool. Um, but, there, was, uh, there was a couple different titles for this movie, too. Oh, was there? Um, I think the original... Uh, the original, what it, because uh, he got a fifteen-page like synopsis basically of the script. Okay. And he basically wrote the script based off of that. He like extended from that, like. And I want to say the original one was called Jigsaw. Okay. And then it was also called um, I want to say uh, it was a thousand screams. Was the other title. And then I think it was over in I'm fucking sure exactly what region the release had that it was called uh, Chainsaw Devil. I Boom. think that might have been Japanese release, but I'm not sure. There it is. Oh, okay. I have seen this one. I've never seen it for six. So fucking was it a dude in a fucking gas mask holding a chainsaw? Yeah, no, it was the uh, remember it, when the chick was like studying. But is that? But is that? Let me see that picture again. Let me yeah, see no, he was wearing again. like a. Um, he was the groundskeeper. Well, yeah, he had the hat on. He had like a fucking face mask, goggles, and everything. Well, that's not exactly what he was wearing. No, he was wearing like a beekeeper fucking thing or something <laughs> i don't know Dude, still get it though it's cool yeah yeah i seen that I forgot about that cover yep but uh yeah man uh let's get into it um this movie has plenty of deaths in it yeah 
I mean, it's not like you're. That's one of the critiques I hear about it, or people are like, "Oh, there's fucking nothing there. They don't, they don't leave anything to the imagination. They don't leave anything for build up. It's just like they just get right into it." Oh well, there's no like, it's no like cat and mouse type game. There's no like shit that leads up to anything. It's just like bam, a kill, bam, a kill. Yeah. Which, like yeah, well, I mean, I guess if you want to call that a critique. Yeah, I like it though. I think it's cool. I dug it. Um, the uh, the opening scene to this movie is fucking great, man. Oh yeah. Um, basically, a kid chops his fucking mother's head off and chops her into pieces and uh, wants to put together this puzzle that he's obsessed with. Oh yeah, he's putting the puzzle together, and the mom comes in. Starts like bitching at him, saying like you're just like your father. Yeah. Like all he cared about was tits. Yeah. Like I can't remember actually because I watched uh, I rewatched both the the English, the North American version, which is like in English, and then I watched the Spanish dub or the Spanish subtitled version. Oh, gotcha. So I can't remember which lines was which, but there's one of them. I can't remember if it's in the English, but in the Spanish one, he's like, "All your father cared about was tits." Oh, well, that's not on my copy, so. <laughs> yeah. Right on, but uh, yeah, he uh, definitely gives her the axe, dude. Yeah, the in the 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 opening sequence is different. The Spanish one is different from the North American one. Really? Yeah, like they do. Um, the the first beginning part's about the same, like where she comes in and finds him and then tells him to go get the trash can. We're gonna th- we're gonna burn all this stuff. We're gonna throw it away or whatever. She's digging for more like smut mags. And he axes her. And then it goes to like the credit screen where like the opening credits are coming in. Yeah. But you still hear shit happening. And then it flashes back and it shows him with a fucking hacksaw, like sawing fucking his mom in half. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it flashes something else. And then sh- all that's done. And he's putting the puzzle back and the chick's knocking on the door. And yeah. he's just ignoring her, putting the puzzle up. Yeah. And then he like looks out the window and he sees like two cops and they walk back and they're like, and they come back to like just bunch, go in the door. And you see him like get up and he's like he hides in the closet. And then the cops come in and that's when he plays dumb, like, Oh, it was a big man. It was a big it was a big scary man that was here. They did this. Yeah. And then he goes with his aunt. That's uh that's on the copy that I have. Yeah, it's just the way the way they Oh the way like, they cut it. Yeah, the there was like I think it. there was like might have been one extra uh, scene that they kinda cut out that was like almost just filler. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But it kept going in and out of being um the actual scenes and then doing like the credit screens oh gotcha okay um the score is fucking great too in the beginning mm-hmm. like when the credits are rolling and it says pieces with the knife mm-hmm. it, it's pretty cool score pretty yeah cool music that's another thing actually that's different from the spanish i don't yeah. think that part's different but just throughout the movie some of it's the same and some of it's completely different really the scene with the chick on the skateboard yeah not at all what they used in Spain. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Oh. Well, fuck. I'm gonna have to watch the uh, the Spanish one. And he even said that uh, the directors even said he's like, I've never watched the North American one. I don't know exactly what they used for the score. Oh wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. It's uh kind of a droney, you know. I don't know to the pace of a heartbeat, kind of boom boom. Boom, boom. Yeah. With, like, this cool, like, fucking keyboard overlay. Oh, yeah. It's fucking sweet, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah the the opening scene will definitely fucking set the pace for this movie yeah um it's it's really good and then you know um the uh the murder mystery part of it that's what i was saying i like that yeah you know it's like who done it kind of a thing um yeah they give you like a couple suspects i mean they give you one and then they half-assly kind of like have some others Mainly, they think it's like Willard, the Grom's keeper. Yeah, that's, that's kind of who they're wanting you to think it is right off bat. Or the professor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, the fucking professor. Yeah. 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 Don't touch that. You may have destroyed some evidence. As oh. he holds it for like five more seconds before he lets go. Yeah. He's like, oh, terribly sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like you fucking asshole. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the uh, murder mystery aspect is cool and uh. Just the fucking the buckets of blood that they used in this movie. The fucking... Okay. So, the first kill outside of the mom. Yes. So, it's the chicks laying down in the grass studying. Cranks up the chainsaw to trim some branches. Won't be too long, miss. Yep. And then just, like, walks in front and, like, cuts. And it's, like, the way they do the shot's fucking great. Because cuts but walks to the left... And as he walks to the left, you see this big spray, like full spray I know. of blood, just like a splash, like that takes up like the like the other side of the screen. Yeah, it's fucking great. And the head fucking flies off. Yep. Oh, it's so fucking good, dude. And that's just based that that sets you up for what to fucking expect because every kill ever, going forward is j- just like that. Yeah, it is. So much fucking blood. Yeah. Just over the fucking top. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, do you have a favorite kill? I do have a favorite kill, and I think it, it's it's it has to do also with how it was shot. Just the, the it's like the whole encompassing scene, the waterbed of the the reporter. That's mine. That whole fucking scene. That is mine. The way it's shot, and then it's in like slow motion. Yeah. And you hear every puncture of the waterbed with the knife. It's yeah. fucking killer, dude. The way it's like assembled yeah like everything about that is fucking great yeah um that's that's my favorite too um i kind of dig the chainsaw one in the bathroom too that's pretty cool cuts her in half yeah that's pretty you know how they fucking did that one Mm -mm. a pig really they got a pig and just put the fucking pants over the bottom of the pig and then just cut through the pig holy shit they won like uh Best special effects or some shit. It says it on my festival. VHS. Does yeah. it? Yeah, it does. It's yeah. got the stamp on there. That's how they want it. It's because of that. Because they're doing shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah, like we've got a pig. The chick who the chick who they got who cut who they cut in half is uh, the daughter of the head of the wardrobe department. Gotcha. So she was like on set when they were doing that scene, and when they I think when they showed her. Uh, was she on set when they did, or was she? She just wanted to see like the proofs of it. But like one of the scenes when they showed her, like she fucking like fainted because <laughs> like watching her daughter get cut in half. Oh wow! I think it was this like the this the part where they show like just the bottom half of her daughter like oh like, yeah cut in half yeah yeah. But she uh they show her like wet her pants yeah legit did that and really they just kept it in yeah oh wow because like I think she did it because they said uh. When that happened, the chainsaw was like super close to her, and it was like a real chainsaw running. And she actually 
got like kind of fucking scared. Oh wow! And the director was like, "Yeah, just fucking, we're gonna keep that in." Yeah, no shit. <laughs> just adds to it. Legit scared as fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I love that. I love that scene, and the fact that the uh, the killer wears like the old school hat, and like he looks like. <laughs> He looks like the signs that they put up in neighborhoods. Yeah, the neighborhood watch. The sign. neighborhood watch signs. He looks like that guy. You know what that was based off of? Huh? It was based off of this comic book called The Shadow. Really? Yeah. Like everybody thinks. I actually thought it for the while for uh, a while that it had like a very like it was it had to have been fucking drawn inspiration from like Italian Giallo films. No, it was fucking just from the comic book called The Shadow. No shit. Yeah, that's fucking who he based the how how he based the fucking character design for the the killer. Yeah, yeah, because he wears like a fucking uh, trench it's coat, like the trench coat flipped up with, with a fucking like with collar big brimmed hat. Up. Yep, just leather gloves. Yep. Uh, pretty cool. I, I dig mm. that. Yeah, that's fucking definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there's some good there's some good kills in this one, and uh, and the movie doesn't really pace slowly it, it flows pretty good yeah i never had an issue with this movie where i got like bored no it doesn't really uh drag and you know i i another thing is christopher george is like a great actor i think oh he is and so is linda linda day george mm-hmm. she was in this also and uh you know they're they're good. They're they're good at what they do, and I think that kind of helps because, especially Christopher George with the murder mystery aspect of it, just how he plays like such a good detective, and yeah. you know, it, it kind of. I don't want to sound like downplay the movie, but it kind of reminded me of like a Scooby Doo, like Who Done It kind of thing, where it's like you got like a handful of suspects and shit, and like they kind of took from that template yeah pretty cool man um but uh yeah this this movie fucking rules man there's like nothing that i don't like about it yeah all around this movie's fucking great yeah and uh uh, that's cool that they did win the special effects yeah uh, award i did not know that it was for fucking cutting a pig in half i mean i even i watched it after knowing that so I even knowing it was a pig and I rewatched it, you really can't tell. No. Like it, that's how fucking good that is. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it was fucking legit, man. It worked. Right on. Fucking worked. Yeah. Like like a couple a couple small little tidbits, I guess. Um so the the chick who plays like the she's supposed to be like the undercover cop who's plays tennis. Yes. Yeah, so they they're like, you know how to play tennis? She's like, I'm from California. Everybody in California knows how to play tennis. She never touched a tennis racket in her fucking life. Oh my god, really? <laughs> they had to give her tennis lessons. Oh wow. <laughs> to ever be able to do it. And then there was supposed to be a scene where uh her and Kendall, the guy who uh he uh rides the motorcycle, yeah, the dirt bike, they were supposed to have a sex scene in oh, the really? original script. Like he was supposed to like hook up with her. And uh she was like, No. No good. So like the scene where uh, where it was supposed to happen was the scene where he asked to come in, and she says like, "No, I'll just see you tomorrow, whatever. Have a good night." That was where it was supposed to be, and they had to rewrite it. <laughs> oh she, really? She was just like, "Nope, not not happening." Oh man. 
But, uh, and, and the fucking ending to this movie. Oh, the fucking ending? So How good. every movie ever should fucking end? Yeah, and uh, I wanted to touch on how obnoxious it does get when she's, like, paralyzed <laughs> at the end. <laughs> it, it, it's a little far-fetched, but what makes it not as obnoxious is that's when the reveal of the killer is. It doesn't last long. No. Like... What's obnoxious to me about it is not that she's like paralyzed because it's like I get like gave her gave her something that paralyzed her. Yeah. But it's like how long does it take you to see somebody and realize that they can't fucking move? Like no That's matter what how I'm saying. Yeah, no matter how long you're like, all right, come on, come on, yeah, stay with me, let's get up, come on, you yeah. can do it. Like no, like she's fucking like not moving at all, but only moving her eyes and no. I know. I know. <laughs> You can do it. We're walking around the room. See, we're good to go now. Yeah, yeah. And they had no clue what was going on, so you know. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Um, that's the only down part of this movie, and it lasts for like a minute. Yeah, that. it's not long at all. No, but uh, yeah, that was uh. Dude, I want to cut to before we actually really touch on the end. The fucking uh. So he kills the chick in the, the in the pool. Yes. Which side note to that, that girl almost died in real life because really? of that scene. Well he put the fucking skimmer over her head, dude. Well he she didn't even die from that. Almost die from that. They had a entire fucking basically mansion to themselves because it was uh I don't know if it would say like foreclosed on or just abandoned or whatever, but they were able to get this whole fucking like estate. Which is where everything was fucking shot. There was really nothing shot in America, even though it claimed it was fucking in Boston. They like yeah. used they used shots from like the director's previous movie for like some of the uh, American shots, gotcha. but they never really came here to film anything. Okay. So they had this whole fucking mansion to do the school and wherever. When they did that that pool scene, it, but so um, Kendall comes. Even though he's like the, uh, I was about to say warden, the fucking, the dean. The dean. Has the note delivered telling him not to. So he gets there, but fucking uh, Willard flips the light on, scares him off. He runs, he finds the fucking chainsaw, goes over the door, and all like the cops run in. That fucking scene where Willard just manhandles like the entire fucking police force. He takes out like six cats, dude. <laughs> he fucking like boots the dude into the fucking pool. Yeah. Like swings two around. Yeah. Fucking Kendall like racks the two by four over his back. Like doesn't phase him. No. Broke <laughs> it too. That fucking guy is like intimidating. <laughs> no one's allowed to use that phone. Yeah. <laughs> Wait Willard. over there. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. fucking guy, dude. For sure. Yeah, he's uh He's the man, dude. In there, that movie, he uh, takes out like six fucking officers. But um No yeah, way, they, lady. I handle the ground. Somebody else handles that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's who you like think is the killer for. That's you know, who they want you to think. Yeah, but um, yeah, the ending. That yeah, that fucking ending. I mean, it's kind of like a two for ending. It is because y- you think it's over, 
and they're like, oh, Kendall, you still want to be a cop? Come with us. And this we do this shit every day. And then fucking, like, the piece together lady falls out. Yeah. So that's a thing. That's a reveal. Which everybody, I guarantee, thought that was the end of the movie. Yeah. Until. Until, like, he goes to grab his coat, steps over the body, and fucking razor hands comes up. <laughs> fucking rips open his crotch. Yeah. And then the face he makes, and then it's a still frame. Yeah. And then fade to black. That fucking, yeah, that, just, it's, because that's so fucking out of left field. It is. That scene is so out of left field, it's amazing. It is. The first time you watch it, dude, it's really good, yeah. Yeah, dude, fucking, hand just rips his crotch, rips his, like, denim jeans like nothing. I know. (laughs) It's like... Still, like, end on a still frame with the screaming still going for a minute. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, that fucking scene is... It's a great fucking ending. Yeah, it is. It is. I'd put it up there on the almost the same level as Sleepaway Camp ending. Yeah. Because it's like, holy shit, where the fuck did that come from, you know? It's like, well, it's... it's This was 82? Yeah. When was... uh? 83. What? What movie? Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. But, um, okay, so that means Carrie was seven years old. Carrie was seven at that time? Yep. Seventy six. Like, it's like the fucking Carrie ending. Yeah. Which, which, the, the Carrie ending was the first of all of them. I don't care what anyone says. No, it was. It was. I mean, they're. The last scare yeah, kind of thing. There may have been, like, Another movie you did it before then, but everybody looks at Carrie as being the first one that did that type of fucking like the jumps coming back ending. from the yeah like everything's done. Which were Friday the Thirteenth got their fucking idea mm-hmm. for it. Just they twisted it to a little bit where pieces I guarantee got their fucking idea from. Right. If they didn't get it from Carrie, they got it from somebody who got their idea from Carrie. Yeah. But the way pieces did it was they didn't just have it be. Everything's calm, and then that happens. They had everything's calm, then this happens, then everything's calm, and then that happens. Yeah, I know. I mean, to me, that's like like legit. Like, if you're gonna like copy something that was already done to try to build off the effect, switch it up a little bit, which they did. Like, they did something else right before it. Yeah. Granted, the what they did was right before it wasn't like this huge fucking scare, but it was still like, holy shit, this. Here's the body. This is what he was doing with all those fucking parts. Yeah. Everything comes together, yeah. Yeah. But, yep, we love this movie. We recommend it if Fuck you've yeah, never man. seen it. And um, I know the Blu-ray or DVD comes with puzzle pieces, or it did. Yeah, they did that. Uh, fuck, who the hell was that? Was that Arrow? Yeah, I think so. It was like last year they released it. They, I think some of them got the puzzle. I think some of them got just puzzle pieces. Yeah, just pieces of yeah. it. It depended on which one you got. How, With a how poster and up. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Director still has the original puzzle. Really? That's yep. cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Um, but yeah. So um, definitely recommend this movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. And uh, I think that's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely check out this movie. Um, that's pretty much all we got. But um, hit us up on uh, if you guys want to talk about anything, want to email us about anything, want to fucking recommend anything, talk shit on us. I don't give a fuck. Um, hit us up on Instagram. 
Yep. It's uh, burnt offerings underscore podcast. Hit us up on Twitter. It's at underscore burnt offerings. Um, hit us up on Facebook. It's burnt offering burnt offerings horror podcast. Um, we now have a website. Um, right now, it's just we've got a couple blog posts, but it's all our episodes are on there as well. We're going to extend on that. We're going to start doing reviews on uh, albums and movies. I think I'm going to try reaching out to a couple people. We're going to try getting a couple people in there to help us with that just to kind of fill out the site more. Cool. Uh, but that is uh, burntofferingspodcast.com. And if you want to email us, it's uh, contacts at burntofferingspodcast.com. And uh, we'll get back to you uh, ASAP on any of that. And then, uh, like we said earlier, uh, just got pins in. We have our old batch of koozies. We're going to have new koozies. Uh, we have shirts coming in next week. Um, all that stuff's going to be posted on our site. So if anybody wants anything, you know, uh, just keep an eye on mainly our Instagram is what we uh, – I update the Instagram the most, but I share it to Twitter and Facebook. So yeah, yeah. If you follow us on any of the three, you should see us. But, uh, yeah, until uh, until that, that's pretty much it. Yep. All right, man. Uh, Until next time. All right, guys. See you. Later.